You're listening to the Winbuild Send Podcast, a podcast focused on evangelism, discipleship, and multiplication. I'm your host, Gabriel Menchaca. Thanks for listening. Play this record as frequently as possible. Okay, what's up? This is Gabriel Menchaca. I'm here with uh, Mondo Calvary, Daniel Moreno, Moreno, and Anthony Hudson. Good boy! So, um, this is kind of a, a different type of podcast. We just want to uh, talk and, and see where this goes. PC Peeps. What's up, PC Peeps? PC Peeps, what's up, what's up? What's up, what's up, PC Peeps? You gotta smoke that PC Peeps. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Anthony, Tony. Chill, dude. No one's gonna know who I have if you don't have me. They are soon. Huh? Come on, you guys. I really don't even know what to talk about. All right, Dan. All right, all right, all right, all right. I got the I got the hang of this. You're ready for a boring podcast, guys? Wow. I said it. What's up, PC peeps? Uh, my name is Daniel. I attend uh, Praise Chapel HP. Uh, just started there around July. Um, been raised in church and um, kind of love the way that uh, just how the PCP. I think one of my favorite things about Praise Chapel is just uh, a strong community. Like, uh, yeah. I just met you like two days ago. <laughs> yeah. You know? At, um, at, at Joseph's house, you know, and uh, and now here we are a couple days later and we're doing a podcast. <laughs> you know, so um, that's kind of something that I really love about uh, Praise Chapel. Again, I've been raised in, my, in, in church all my life. I've never experienced anything like this. Calvary. Uh, I was uh, raised in uh, Praise Chapel, Huntington Park, uh, since the age of two. Uh, my mother... Uh, was saved by madre. madre gave her life to the Lord um, during the Maywood revival and so um, I was dedicated by Pastor Mike Neville at the age of two and a half I believe and uh, did did the uh, children's church uh, did the um, what was it called Royal Rangers Royal Rangers, Royal Rangers. Oh, you remember that Straight Arrow whatever Buck Buckaroos or whatever it was, did that. Um, shortly after, you know, some things took place in my life, and um, I kind of fell away and uh, stopped going to church at the age of twelve. And then by you the stopped time I was going to church at the age of twelve. At the okay. age of twelve, yeah. Uh, my mother tried her best to raise four children and make us go to church, but at the age of twelve, I was already experiencing a lot of the world and. At times, wouldn't come home purposely on those Wednesday nights, so I wouldn't have to go to church. Uh. No, but yeah, I end up getting a say, gave my life to the Lord at the age of uh, 21. Now I'm 32. I'm married. I have two kids. My oldest being Zion, and uh, my youngest Obadiah. They're great kids. I have a beautiful family, and uh, I'm just thankful uh, to be saved. He said something interesting. He said uh, community. And um, I think that's a that's a good topic to kind of jump off on. Okay, the idea of community, um, as you can see, speak about community. <laughs> Welcome to community. So, so in our in our church, it seems that a lot of people, which is the accepted norm, um, it's it's accepted. I mean, we really don't frown upon it. We really don't try to change it. Uh, we make fun of each other. What do you guys <laughs> think about that? Yeah, I love it. I love it. You love it. I think that's it. Yeah. That's how I thrive on. Do you love making fun of people, or do you love being made fun of? A little bit of both. Who likes to get made fun of? I don't. I'm asking. That's why. Oh, I'm I, grew, for I, I grew up getting made fun of. That's why. I would, that's okay. why I'm so good at making fun of people. I don't do it on purpose. Like my friends, you know. What? I think a good typical idea. See, we don't want to hear what he has to say, guys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, he's about to go off. Oh my god. Podcasts are usually four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the host. Maybe my own podcast. I have guest starring Danny. We're going to make a special segment. Anthony Hudson needs his own podcast, so you got to be looking for that one. You know, show VH1, MTV, something. So the idea of making fun of people, um, uh, let's let's take it like this. As Christians, uh, do you feel like there's any uh, positive or negative sides to it? I'll, I'll be like three minutes. I'll, I'll put my timer on. All right. 
It's like at church trying to hit this every time. I'll let you know when your time's up. Okay. Go. Okay. I was, I was listening to the radio uh, a couple days ago, and some guy was preaching, and he was saying how... Thanks, <laughs> 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 Danny. Next. <laughs> Dude, come on. <laughs> Christians no, are very uptight about what to laugh about. They're very uptight about what to laugh about. What kind of podcast are you kids crying? Get the night call, get the night call. Put the night call in his in his bottle. We should do that. Oh, you're bringing something closer. You're closer. My aunt used to put night call. What? When she was acting like Obi, she they didn't knock her out. They should be like walking with the bottle drowsy. Say hi, Obi. Podcast, but say hi, Obi. Say hi, Obi. Hi. Say Say hi. Say louder. Say loud. Hi. <laughs> uh, come on, now you want to be all quiet. Uh, okay, so we, we go back to no, I don't know, that's it, man. We were in a story. tight knit community. Yeah, when it's in a good community, I think it's good to laugh. Even if it's at each other or with each other, I think it's good. Um, okay, so in community, what are some other thoughts? People are going to think I laugh at funerals. No, <laughs> I don't laugh at funerals, but that funeral was funny. How did, okay, let me ask you this, Hudson. How did you, you come to church? Anyway. How'd you come to the church? Uh, well, my friend Tim, he got me. Well, I mean, I mean, I knew the guys. I knew a lot of people that was going to HP for a while. I just never, I just was never saved or never went to church. You know, always meeting excuses like, man, I'm not, I'm not down. I will next time. Blah blah blah. And then I don't know. I just felt like a time in my life where everything just kind of hit. Like I don't know. I'm not one of those for like kind of people who shows emotion about anything really. Like I don't like to show my. That, those kind of emotions, you know, like yeah. sadness yeah. or whatever, because I don't, I kind of feel, I kind of see the side of weakness. I know I shouldn't, but that's how I was kind of grew up, just hiding things. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just hit a time of just like straight depression. And it was oh, weird okay. to me because I've never, never really s- sad or to that point, you know? Yeah, like never and dealt yeah, with that. Yeah, so I didn't even know what to do. I couldn't do it myself. I, was, I just was like, I'm going to go to church one day, and if I don't, he would have to hear. I'm not gonna go back. Yeah. And then that day, I did hear something. I did hear. You know, started coming, and ever since then, I'm loving it. So it was your friend Tim. Yeah. I mean, we're talking. We're talking. We're talking. Yeah. On Instagram, but he he would try to tell me, but I mean, I I told him I was gonna go, but I decided to come home. Okay. Like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I think there was an introduction. Yeah. yeah. There was a moment where you just kind of felt like the Holy Spirit did something or something yeah. really connected, and you were like. I need to come back. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then ever since I've been coming yeah. to church. You know what I like about church too? Yeah. That I probably would have never hung out with a person like Hudson if it wasn't for church. When you say a person like just with his No way. Everybody loves me, so whatever you say, I don't care. You see those two birthday parties I had back to back? Come on, man. You see those two birthday I might even have one to- I'm gonna make a game tomorrow. Live podcast. So, okay, talking about community, uh, what's probably the worst thing you've seen happen in the church community? Well, let's say, let me say it like this, though, not in, like, we're talking about there's there's obviously, like, some illegal and, like, you know, just not even Christian things, but I'm saying, like, within the Christian community, people acting like Christians, what's one of the worst things you saw? Where you're like, dude, that kind of, that's a, that sucks that that happened to them. Jeez. That nappy in there, so God was messed up by uh, Mount Stable, guys. I didn't do that. Okay. I was just, I was moving the napkin, and it was like yeah, it, stuck to it. It was because the, the biscuit, yeah, the biscuit, uh, oh, biscuit, yeah. Yeah. biscuit oh, yeah. was heat, the heat, the heat. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, dude, I think it melted. It'll it come off. It'll come off. Eventually. Just gotta rub it. <laughs> both Mondo and I. Uh, this is Gabriel. Um, we're both married, um, and so we have uh, Anthony and uh, Danny, and both of them are single. So I wanted to talk about some of the differences in those two lifestyles, and uh, Anthony's gonna first kind of share some of the things that are difficult for him. So, go ahead. Well, it's just like hanging out with married folk all the time. Like, just every day have married. It's like I, feel, I don't know. Just I feel married. Yeah, I uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> to I we Huntington Park is a or the Praise Chapel. The um, what's it, congregation? Yeah, congregation is like very uh, family 
punkish like type base. Everyone's married at like 19, 17. <laughs> and how, you know, they're true. all married. Everybody's married. Like, Everybody has yeah, kids. That is true. Everybody is married, you know, but it's not a bad thing. It's cool. But being single, it, I mean, it, it does change your mind about, I mean, change your perspective on how you see things because I don't really want a family, but hanging out with like these guys now and seeing how they are with their kids and like their kids, you know, always around me, like, I don't know, I kind of, I kind of want a family. Makes you more yeah, open I mean, to yeah, 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 big time. I always love kids, so, but you know, I don't, what you did. I don't really struggle. Not like Danny, because Danny's ugly. Man. He has different struggles. <laughs> <laughs> he has different struggles than I do. <laughs> totally different wow. struggles. Yeah, totally different struggles. But he said that I'm ugly? He has a harder struggle. <laughs> okay, that? so Danny, what's the next struggle? Are there struggles being seen Like, Yeah, of course there is. So what's At one least for me. What's one of them? Not having sex. Oh yeah, that's a big yeah, one. That's, that's a big one. one. That's yeah. a big one. Anthony, you don't you don't have that same struggle. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I think hey. this is gonna lead to something <laughs> else if you don't. I mean, wait, what? No. Right? No, yeah, of course, but it's like I don't. I've been chilling, like you know. I mean, You're I, not I, I, I on was, that right now. I'm right? not focused. I've been. I was. I went through a rough relationship, so <laughs> kind of being being single now is kind of a relief. I don't have to worry about no one else but myself okay. right now. You know, so right. I don't right now. You know, of yeah. course I'm a dude. Yeah, of course I'm like, dang, yeah. And now that I'm saved, I can't. Yeah. I'm trying to change my whole mindset. It's hard. Well, that's, and that's honestly what I was aiming at, like yeah. to talk about those areas. Yeah. Like, I didn't know you wanted to get nasty, you know? It's not nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to get freaky. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to get nasty. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to get okay. nasty with it. Let's just say it like this. Let's say it like this. Is this a restriction? Um, there's no restrictions, oh, okay. but I, I would say let's not be too graphic in the, in the stuff we talk about. But to talk about it, I think, is is one of the main goals. I think, like, in the church, there's no... Nobody's talking about it from the pulpit. Yeah, that's Nobody's true. talking... Nobody's preaching about it, like, in the real way, you know? Like, so. I, I honestly think... My opinion? Yeah. That's why people get married in, in church yeah. so fast. Masa. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah heck yeah. I think one of the biggest things that I heard in youth groups were, like, I want to get married before I sin. Why did you bite the heck out of your cup, first of all? What's going on, dude? <laughs> See, that's why he's single. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? That's why. What are some of the? I mean, like one person asked me this. They said, "When you got married, did your um, desire or like your your lust that were that you struggled with as a single person did they go away once you got married?" I don't think so, because everybody just has kids. They start popping out kids when they're married. So I don't think so. So, and they just. I mean, it's just like, oh, okay, finally. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. Now it's just like I have the whole different mindset. I get. I'm scared to talk to someone because I have Mondo on my back now, you know. And then it's like different things, and I'm barely saved, so I'm still kind of like, you know. But I mean, this is that's why it's good to talk about this. I mean, to ask, like for example, there's some people out that are probably even, like you say, I'm, I'm, I'm barely saved, or, or what I would say is like there's people who are new to the faith, but new to the faith, like to understanding yeah, yeah. like Christian living and Christian yeah. lifestyle. And so, like, um, I think that you speaking from your perspective is important because, like, I'm speaking from perspective. Yeah. I've been I've been a Christian for, for years now, and like to hear someone say, like, man, like this is how I see it. This is what I think. Like that's okay, just okay. you know. In case <laughs> say you're talking to someone, right? It's just hard because it feels like you can't do nothing. What you do you can't mean? even hang out with that person. Oh, to a girl. Yeah. Okay. Why am I going to talk to a dude? What I'm saying, like, like you were saying, oh, you're talking to somebody. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, yeah, like, in general yeah, or like... Like the opposite sex. Okay. Yeah. You're starting a relationship. Yeah. Okay. This is what I know. How did they get to start their relationship? It just feels like there's way too much restriction to even hang out. Like I so when I, you're like you're saying like I get you I get it's easier to, to sin and yeah. to ruin it I get it I understand but you know how do mean? you even build a relationship yeah if I dating? if I have if, uh, yeah if I have to go to sleep at seven thirty <laughs> and you know and <laughs> and, have, and have a and have a a, a chauffeur but I my, that's what Mondo made it seem like he, when he was talking about last night ah uh, okay okay okay. So okay, so like putting like boundaries, too, yeah, boundaries. like you feel like boundaries. They're, they're too, they're too like the far. Bound, yeah, like they're too far sometimes. And then I understand that with the space stuff, but I'm not 14 years old. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think that's a good point. I think for me, like um, because I, I just want to say because when they were dating, I'm pretty sure, of course, yeah. I mean, I, they probably thought the same thing I did, of course. But well, when you were dating with April, did you guys have major boundaries? Mm-hmm. We so had what to. were they? 
Uh, one of them is making sure that we're not out alone late at night. Late and at it, night meaning meaning just out after after you know you hang yeah, out with a group of people. No, I mean late at night meaning like eleven midnight. I mean okay. by that time she had to be home. Okay. So I had to make sure that I got her home at a certain time. And you know if we were hanging out with a group of people, we wouldn't like you know we would try try not to like hang out afterwards when it's just like really late. So we would try to set boundaries in place because we knew. I mean at least more or less I knew because. Uh, I was blessed, you know, my wife saved herself from marriage, but for me, I came from a completely different background where, you know, uh, losing my virginity at, you know, 12 years old. Damn. And uh, so I was, I was more, you know, I was, I would, uh, how would you say it? There was a, there was a there, plan well, or agenda. Yeah, there, had I, I had to restrict myself, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and so I know not all people are like that. Well, we're going to start calling it time. Uh, wait, 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 I, time. I, I know. Oh, like, 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, I was about to be 13. Bro, so, I was playing video game that time. Exactly. Old. So, but what I think Gabo was getting at is the key word is just setting boundaries because it's it's important um, just for anybody, whether you're a new believer or you're safe for many years, you have to set boundaries over your marriage. Even when you get married, there has to be boundaries. And so it's a, it's a good discipline and a good practice even when you're, 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 you're a new believer and you're looking to get into a relationship. I think it's very important for you to set boundaries so that you don't leave any room you know, for you to, to fall in any area. You know, many times we think like, I'm strong enough, I'm, I'm, I'm capable of, of uh, not falling into sin, you know, I'm not gonna do anything dumb or I can do anything that I shouldn't, you know. Um, but I, 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 think we under, I think we underestimate, you know, um, I think uh, just the power of temptation. And especially when those of us who, who dabbled with sexual immorality or have already experienced that, but um, I, I would even say, like, um, <clears throat> some of the construct of the way we presented this idea of um, boundaries. For example, we say dealing with temptation, when I think it's more like the sexuality that we have. Like, like God gave us this, right. you know, like, like attention to the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Like, it's God gave that to us. So it's not something that I look at and think, like, oh, that in itself is temptation. I think, no, that in itself is the way God created us. However... There are areas where we have to understand, like God specifically made these um, these structures, like marriage, for us to be to benefit from. And so, understanding that, like we're always going to have this attraction. You know what I mean? This, these areas of like um, looking and, and like um, at our wife or or girlfriend, and it's going to be like like I'm drawn to them physically. So in that, I don't think that when we say um, being careful, I don't think we're saying like. You can't have any sort of like desire or anything mm-hmm. like that because oh, yeah. that's we're not talking about that's like desire. Happen. I mean, naturally, you're yeah, gonna be, like, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be attracted to that person. Yeah, you, you like, like that girl, and we're not saying that's wrong or that's sin. It's just uh, when you when you set boundaries, you prevent those those. Uh, what would you say? Pre pre or uh, extra marital, not extramarital, uh, premarital interact interactions yeah, yeah. interactions or that, that activity. Are, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. To, to happen because. But we're talking about we're talking about dating. Mm-hmm. Talking about that stuff. You said like I just feel like, like dating in the church is looked upon as bad. No, it's not. Is yeah, it? I, okay. I, but, in but, my opinion, okay. I'm, not, I'm not saying because, but you do. Okay. Yeah, I honestly think so. Okay, then that's that's and I, important to me. That's to, kind of annoying about. because how are the how do the other married folks in the church? How did they? Yeah, date. Yeah, it's just weird. Well, I think there's some some churches even introduce this idea of courting or courtship. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I heard. I, I mean, I heard of the word, but I don't really know. Like, it's it's a far more formal okay. uh, idea of um, dating. So it's we're meaning like this means you go to the parents and you're oh, like, okay, I'd like sure, to yeah, court sure, your daughter. Sure, sure. So it's like a like just really formal. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good idea because it does specifically speak to the young man to say like kind of go through the right steps yeah, sure. you know um, but then also to the girl like um, she sees that her values are that someone would actually go through those steps with dating in itself like in, in courtship I don't think that they actually happen all that often like like I don't think courtship happens that often no. and I think dating in the church like you could look at it and be like it's like frowned upon mm-hmm. and I would in a sense agree that there's an attitude of like well, dating only leads to sex. Like yeah, there's a uh, yeah, it's nice yeah. Like that. So well, like I, the way me, okay, the way I think I see is that people have just too much say in what you're doing. It's like too much negative say. I know they're trying to help, but it feels like it's negative say because they'll be like selling. They'll be like, I feel like 
they'll tell they'll tell everyone else but you and then when they finally do it just sounds I and mean, it's not I don't know they'll tell everyone else like, but it, it was kind of like like okay but how about so and so's doing this so and so's doing that and then I don't know that's more that sounds more like gossip <laughs> yeah, no, yeah for sure I'm, I think so I'm not saying every church but I think so I think that I think that's how it starts to get looked on negatively because of the gossip okay yeah I mean you know what I mean instead of like something okay talk to you and like advice way and like do this or that yeah but not put it negatively on you like oh like not make it seem like oh you can't do this you can't do that I mean like like not negative like not to the point where like oh you can't even date her because or date or even talk to her because of because of uh, like I don't know, not to like stay away from God because it feels like they, you could like, they could keep saying that forever yeah but I think one one area that you have to be open to you're coming into what is a new culture huh. and that's that would be this this culture of, of this church and every church has their own specific mm-hmm. and unique culture and um, you're coming into that culture so you're having to learn how do they do that dating thing because you've had a way you did it yeah. I mean up until this year huh. you've done it your entire life or thought of it your entire life a certain way so you come into a new culture and you have to kind of learn how, how does it go on in this setting huh. and so like that's one area but the other area that I think that sometimes Christians can get so wrapped up into um, is like we try to in a sense put everybody in a bubble to function a certain way oh, for sure. and like I think for me some of that can be broken down to say like I don't think everybody functions the same way um, I've seen couples young couples in church got so angry at the rules in the church that they just literally were like tomorrow let's drive to Vegas get married and that's it like and that was their whole dating that was yeah. their whole approach to marriage and it was like dude like that really wasn't healthy but they were so fed up with the yeah. rules, you know? But in the same way, like, I've seen it go, like, really healthily where somebody went through the complete, yeah. like, rules set up. Like, all the, the, the boundaries were in place. And and they still got divorced. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen both sides, both extremities where it's like, like, we can look at it and say, like, we need to do it this way or we shouldn't do it that way. But I think the, the important thing is just to talk about it. Like, to say, like... Because I think everybody's unique. Like, there are certain girls who um, their dads aren't around. So when we talk about courting, we, like, the main thing is going to the father and saying, like, like man, like, I'm interested in your daughter. I would like to take her. But if their dad's not there, like, it's, it changes the, the way it's presented, you know? So I think all of that is supposed to be talked about. That's why, I, like, talking uh, about it. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. But, like, what are your thoughts on that? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I think, you know, for a guy that's been raised at church my whole life, um, I think what I've learned is just we just start dating way too early. Um, when did you start dating? Um, I actually didn't start dating until like after high school. So, 18? Like my first girlfriend was she was like the drummer at my church and I was like, maybe it was like 19 years old. Um, I'm 27 years old now and I think but like you said, everyone has a different like, way of life. Every everyone's yeah. different, so I can't I can't relate this. <laughs> but that's my master. What was your specific thought on it? Like, what was your specific thought on dating in the church and the way you you did it, the way you approached it? I just, in my personal opinion, I think a lot of people just um, they just date way too soon, and then they get infatuated with the whole idea of getting married. That they do it so soon. And they do get married, and they get married because, you know, like Hudson said, just to have sex, almost. And I think you miss out on a, you miss out on a lot of blessings just because you're so rushed and you're not willing to just wait on God's timing. So you kind of rush it and do it on your own timing. And even though they're being obedient by, you know, getting married and, and, and ha- so they could have sex, but I still think that they rush it so they could get to that point and okay. I feel like they they miss a, a lot in, in maturity and just you know building up their character for when they get married because a lot of people are 22 years old and they're married and they have kids you know it's like I don't know <laughs> and 22 and you years old and say what I look at that and I'm saying like they're just, I'm like they're, he's a hater he's a hater he's not, <laughs> I'm too hungry for this <laughs> they're, they're, they're young you know yeah, but yeah. it's just I guess life matures you depending on where you are in life or what steps you take in life. But I just feel that like this 
like the millennials I feel like are I'm a millennial but it's just like we're a gener a Christian generation community that you want to get married real quick so you could you know do the nasties and and but then you miss out on what God has for you when you were young you know in that time oh okay I get that yeah you, know, you don't you don't get to spend that time with God by on your by yourself and I think that's what's important but I think too on the other hand it's, it's Mary Young though but but I mean okay how how much daily do you see that feeds into like like this idea of um of Mary? looking at women like just just the idea of um a billboard that has a, like a girl in a bikini like that's not gonna you know help you read your Bible more. <laughs> you know no. what I mean? So so there's a lot of stuff daily that you're fed that is like, man, dude, like. But it's like what you said. I understand that. Yes, temptation is everywhere, but the answer is not marriage. I think okay. the answer is sitting down at a table and talking about it. Like yeah, this. okay. So that's you know? what I'm saying. But, so, but what if what if there's no one to talk to? Like what what is the approach that you would say like young guys need to have in a Christian community? Yeah, in a Christian community. Well, they should have their leaders and their pastors talking about it, you know. And I think that's where, you know, we drop the ball as as a church community that we're, you know, we got to talk about these type of stuff. Honestly, you know, just got a lot of patience. Huh? Speak up a bit. Yeah, like a lot of patience, or like not patience, but understanding. That's what I, I I don't like when people tell me what to do. I've never been that type of person. I don't. It gets on my nerves. But I'm trying to, especially with this. I wouldn't want to tell me like, oh, you can't date her or you can't talk to her. Like it's annoying. To me, because I, I kind of like sometimes question authority, but I have to learn how to. I'm learning how to, you know, just say, like, all right, you're right. It might benefit me in the future. You know? Okay. But it's still, to me, that my opinion is. It's just hard to do. It's really hard. Okay. I, I think um, I, I heard two, like, we heard two different single sides. Guys. Yeah, two single guys. And I think another question, just to help keep the, the thoughts rolling, is if you're, you guys are both millennials, you guys are both young, and you both said that you're not ready to get married so my question to another married man to gobble is if one honestly knows in their heart they're not ready to marry should you just date to date then no see oh, I, oh, I don't know I, I, like dude I had like two like pretty sexy relationships uh -huh. so like right now I'm not ready because you know, I'm like I'm enjoying myself but I told myself the next girl that I meet and I really like her I might waste my time It's good. I'm already getting well, I'm 23 I'm already getting older See, okay. <laughs> see, that's why single. <laughs> that's why single. Okay, that's good. So, Sorry. so now, so like, so I, I have that mindset because I do want a family one day. I love mm -hmm. kids, so I can't wait to have kids. And I, I would want to have kids with someone I, like, you know, like someone I would want to be with. I don't want to have baby mama drama. I've seen that. My, you know, it's like my friends. I have some friends that go through it, but I have the patience for that. So I'd rather just be with someone like, okay, this is the one. You know what I mean? But with all these rules, it feels like, I don't know, maybe it's I just hard. never, it's hard. But maybe, I don't know. Okay, when you when you met April, did you, it was like, dang, this girl, I'm going to marry her? Exactly, right? You had a date. He, he no, shook his head no. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I shook my head no. When Actually, when I met my, my wife, April, um, her cousin Jacob introduced us. And at the time, I was only, I was serving God for about a year. And so I wasn't really um, looking for a relationship uh, in any, any girl, any woman at that time. And so, um, you know, I, of course, I, I addressed, I told Jacob because he was trying to, you know, introduce me to his cousin April. And, and so and I said, was he, was he introducing you for the specific reason right, of right, dating? Right, of dating. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and so I just told him and, and, you know, he was telling April that, you know, that, you know, if there was a guy that he, he would, you know, he trusts that. You know, I would probably be the one for her to date. Okay. Um, uh, but she, at that time too, wasn't looking for a relationship. She had just gotten out of, I believe she had just gotten out of one a couple months earlier. And so, um, so we just became friends. And when, what I mean by friends is when we would hang out, we would all hang out at Jacob's house. Just like the way we're all hanging out at my house right now. We would all just hang out at his house and a group of us would just hang out. At a certain time, we all left home. And that was our relationship for for a couple months it's we just were friends we didn't she would even tell you just you know very blunt she's like i wasn't attracted to him you know we were just friends it's so you know it was different my situation we weren't you know i wasn't looking at her in that way you know uh, i wasn't not saying that she wasn't attractive but i'm just saying 
the focus of, of a relationship wasn't even on my mind. Yeah. But it wasn't until later as you get, I got to know her as we were friends. Um, that's when, you know, um, when we started talking and discussing, you know, one time we discussed our feelings. And so we did it the whole old school way. Like you were talking about, you talk, you know, you, you court or you talk to the father and say, yeah. look at, you know, we, we've been friends for some time. That's what I did. I went to April's dad at a family event and I said, Hey, uh, I know you've been seeing me, uh, you know, uh, hang out, you know, which April would invite me when we were just friends, but we already expressed, expressed that we liked each other. Okay. So she'd invite me to family events as friends. And so, um, so they knew, you know, I was coming around. So I'm pretty sure they, they had an idea that April yeah, and I liked, but we were just friends. And so one time I just, I talked to her dad, we ate me and April talked and I said, I'm, I'm going to, you know, we expressed our feelings. I, I want to take this further, but I want to do it right. You know, I never been, I never had a genuine relationship um, at all. Even when I when I wasn't saved, I don't believe there were genuine relationships. You know, they were just, you know, I was just in it for that one thing. But April was my first re- godly relationship. April was my first godly relationship, so I wanted to do things right. And so I asked her dad if I could date her. And once they gave that a, uh, once they gave that blessing, that's when we 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 started dating. Okay. And so I, w- I went that route. But, Did you see it? The but there wasn't no, like, uh, yeah, we didn't hit it off right away. We didn't start dating or we didn't start going out right away. So To come back and, like, uh, talk about your your question of it, what about dating just to date? Right. I think that's a waste of time. Right. Like, that's just my honest opinion. It's not even about, like, is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? It's more just, like, it's just a waste of time. Like, right. Um, if, if you're really not ready to get married, then... Focus just, on the Lord. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I mean, we say focus on the Lord, but I think specifically, I would say focus on things to do. Like, focus on what. Like, okay, you're single. One of the biggest things you could do is save up money and go somewhere. Like, that's a huge right. thing. Once you're married, or once you once you got your your job, you're locked in. You have to like you have to have income to take care of your family. Like, these things become a lot more difficult and a right. lot more seldom in your oh, life. See, like, I, I I'm not saying. Like, that's my goal right now is to date. I'm just saying it once it happens that I meet someone, it feels like I just have, like I wouldn't want to because it would be boring and so much like restrictions. You know what I mean? I'm not saying how Explain a little bit more. I can't do nothing, like not even go anywhere like without. physically or? No, not physically, oh. just like hang out. True. But it feels like if we if we get caught hanging out or something, you're gonna, like everybody's still gonna send a negative which I understand, like, it, it, it's easy to fall into temptation. I understand that. But I would say this, too. Like, the scripture that that uh, shapes every every man or woman into being a follower of Jesus specifically talks about being in the light. And so the argument that I think any Christian would have of what you're saying yeah. is not necessarily about um, restriction restrictions or boundaries. It's about uh, keeping everything, like, above board, like, yeah, like yeah. in the light. So specifically, like if if you're let's just let's just say you for example you're talking to a girl, okay, and you're 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 snapping her or you're like you're i messaging whatever you're doing, and and no one even knows you guys are talking, and then all of a sudden you're at Bible study and you get a snap and it goes off on your phone and uh, Mondo's sitting next to you and he sees like, hey, I didn't know you guys were talking. Yeah, you know that is like more. That's more of a cause for suspicion of like, dude, like, what the heck? Like, you didn't even tell me. We're supposed to be like, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, in the light, honest, open. Then it makes it look really weird. But with that being said, on the other, I, I feel like I understand what you're saying on, like, you feel like there's too much restriction on you. Like, like they want to know like to details. The, yeah, and into the point where like, hey, I don't even want to date anymore because yeah, it just ruins the whole like experience and the. But like when you say experience. Like elaborate on that. What what is your ideal date? Honestly, I don't know. Just like hanging out. It doesn't have to be anything special. Like, so you pick her up. She picks you up. You yeah, guys take an like Uber. That. What? Or right. hit me up. Danny's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a Lyft driver. So. <laughs> he can't work out no car. He can't go home right now. He's a carless Lyft driver. You didn't try that. He's a Lyft. You gotta explain that. Denny, uh, what? You can't even do lift right now, dude. I don't even have my car. I don't have my car keys with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. What's your ideal date? Four two five six four seven five seven two five. Any you know 
personal rides you guys need, I charge pretty good rates. Pretty good. And rate. if it's a missionary, I'll take you to the airport for free. <laughs> yeah, you ride to the airport on Monday. I got you, bro. There you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, take them home. Seriously, no, I, <laughs> I don't know. I should have never said anything. I have to get a question. I see a date. I mean, okay, just, you say going out on a date. In my head, I have a specific set of things that if I'm going to take Vanessa on a date, we're going to go do these things. Uh, like, what are those things for you? Anything like eat, dinner, movies. Okay, so going out alone as a couple? You can go in a group as a couple, anything. Okay, so see that that to me is like you have way more options. In my head, yeah, a date is like you yeah, and the yeah, girl. That's it. Yeah, at least so much things you can do that aren't looked upon. I mean, that you don't have to, you know, do something that's not in the light. I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, and again, like I'm not I saying think, I like like you know the date has to involve anything sexual or anything. You be hanging out. Yeah. So would from what you're saying, like could you? And a girl go to church together. Yes, that, I, and honestly, that would be like a date. Now that I changed my mentality, I well with that because at first I didn't care about um, like if it, I wasn't saved, so I didn't care, you know. Uh huh. But like it'd be cool to have like raise a family in the church. Yeah. Okay. I changed my mindset about that a lot. Being saved, even if I haven't been saved more than a year, I saved for a couple months. But it just changed the way that you think. Mm. Especially seeing all the the couples that are in church and how good they are. Especially. Like I do get influenced by like you know like Mondo and like Joel and how they're. Now you do. You're single. Shut down. Shut down. Why would you influence me, Dan? <laughs> yeah, you guys be crushing myself. Like, nah, I don't want to be like that guy. <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up. Yeah, hit me up. Trevor. <laughs> no, but uh, no, like I do get influenced a lot. Like I'm more. I always been. I mean, I always wanted a family. Always. That's always been like, my goal. Of me, even when I wasn't saved, was always to be a. Good father to my kids because my dad, you know, he was there for half, kind of half, like, but you know, it wasn't. It was my family was kind of always like super broken up, uh-huh. like never really. Like even right now, my I go home and everybody's in their own room chilling. Like I don't really have like you know how like family days where we just all hang out with each other. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So like seeing this like over here, like it's cool. Like it gives you like, dang man, like this is what I really want. Like I don't, want, I want my family to be close. Like, I want to have them going to church. Like not force them, but like actually having someone who's actually like, dang, I like I love going to church and like raising my kids to growing church. So, so in a way, you have like what you would look at as like the vision, yeah, of what you would like to achieve in a relationship. Yeah, of course. But you just have a, um, it's it's a challenge it's, for it's, the time in between, like like yeah. the dating, like the boundaries. Like you feel like that. How how do you get from I think point it's to a point? Ch- I think it's a challenge for me because I'm new. I'm new. Yeah. Saved, okay. And I've been okay. so used to doing it my way. So now that I have rules, and like I said, I don't like rules, like, you know, or I don't really, sometimes I'm not the person who takes advice. Yeah. Because I don't really like telling people to tell me how to live my life. And I do have to, I mean, I have to change my mentality, and I'm trying to, you know? Yeah. But it still have that little bits and pieces of me left that was like, nah, like, nah, I'm, I'm going to do it my way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, don't tell me how to, like, blah, 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 blah. So, I don't know. I think that's still the, me trying to grow out of that. Have you have you also, Danny, wanted to get married and have kids? Like, or yeah. was it something that? Yeah, definitely. I was actually uh, recently in a relationship. There we go. That's. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think it's important to note that you and, and uh, Hudson are coming from two very different uh, points of life, yeah. um, where you were engaged and, and Anthony never was. That you have like a different view on relationships than he does, yeah. And so I think that's important enough. But like, uh, what are your thoughts, Mondo? Well, um, I was gonna ask you a question. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, um, you know, we heard both sides, and obviously they're, they're two completely different views and perspectives because of the experience that Danny has, and you know, and Hudson just be, uh, you know, just he's just starting his journey in Christ. But as far as the dating goes. Um, you mentioned earlier that you know somehow you know the the Christian community, in reference to dating, has somehow kind of put like these restrictions and boundaries in a bubble where to which we try to squeeze every potential relationship uh, in that bubble and say you need to you need to stay within these boundaries or stay within these restrictions. Least this happens or least that happens or yeah. And so, would you say that? 
if you say we, 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 we can't we, we can't do that we have got to find another approach or we gotta are you saying it has to we're gonna have to do that specifically to each person accordingly according to maybe their background or according to their lifestyle that they're raised or how do you how do you how do you not like what type of advice would you give um, you know in, in, in this case would it, are you saying it's like person to person basis or relationship by relationship basis whether you kind of help them you know see that the the importance of boundaries or restrictions like how would you how would you tackle that going forward for like you know for anybody what? no matter what they're back like let's say no matter if they're coming from Danny's perspective or from Hudson's perspective or how would you do I think that? I think those things are important though I think you have to have the conversation first off of what they view dating as how they view um, uh, relationships what is what is the biblical standards that they have in their lives in place and then move forward into the idea of talking about dating but I think the worst thing we do as the church as the Christian community is generalize everybody and put this like um, blanket statement of this is how we do dating because I, I think a lot of people are different man I think um, I think some people take a long time to really get to know somebody and so their idea of dating is really kind of drawn out and so like some people they they know what they want and they've met it and they're saying like I'm done there's like this is what I want this is what I've been praying for let's move forward you know so I think everything is person to person I think if we approach approach ministry any other way and, and kind of do like a mass market thing, I think that could be a mistake. Um, not necessarily fatal, but I think it could be a mistake because then we get into um, programs and it becomes all about a program to bring about a product that is, I'll say it like this, we can be a product of the Holy Spirit developing us through relationships in the church or we can be a product of a program that developed us in the church. And so for me, um, I think there are two different things. Those are two different things. Right. However, I think they can in, like work together, if that makes sense. Like, right. like you can do the program, but then you also have the people that you also are helping you develop. Mm-hmm. So I think with when it comes to relationships, it's very personal. It's very personal person. I think everybody that wants to get married should do premarital counseling because then if you talk about all the things that you went through. You talk about all the things that the... For example, if someone was a victim of, um, of sexual abuse as a child, okay, let's say a, a woman, um, and I only say that for the sake of, of uh, like a, a case study or whatever, but um, like a woman went through um, sexual abuse as a child, and she's going to get married, and her husband is like, I'm ready to do it, you know, like I'm ready to go into the room and, and get married, and boom, let's get it on, but the, but the wife is like, I need time, like I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid a little bit of certain areas. So that stuff has to be talked about. Like you can't just like say like, oh, it'll be fine, no big deal. You know, like that for me is stuff, it's personal, man. Like this stuff people go through, like you can't sit there and and put it to the side and be like, oh, here's the program. Just be part of the program, you'll be fine. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like that's the fear I have, like when it comes to dating, when it comes to relationships, that we just generalize and mass market it. And it's like, no, man, that's not how it works. That's how Jesus did it. Jesus was very personal. Jesus talked to them. Maybe it's meant to be hard to date. Like, yeah, you know, because like, for example, in legislation, you know, like the whole, say, example, the health care, the Obamacare, they're trying to get rid of it. Others, you know, like in order to make up a law here in America, man, it takes years just because it's always just it's so hard to make up a law, mm-hmm. you know, and but it, they do that intentionally because then it's just everybody can make up rules, you know, in, in America. Yeah. You know, everybody, anybody could come up bring up a health care plan and they're here boom there's a new one you know and it could be changing constantly but maybe maybe dating is meant to be hard not hard but a challenge because you know look what it represents for us christians it, it, it represents the relationship that christ has with the church right and marriage for, marriage right yeah. and so for us to just go in there and do whatever we want with it um it's just you know it's defiling almost what we're trying to represent and so maybe dating is a challenge because of what it really means in like in the eyes of god not just in our sight which sometimes is just dating and going out to a movie but to christ and to the and based on what the word of god says it's completely something different you know so we're trying to do something that's heavenly and we're trying to make it make it into something that's earthly so we could you know 
please ourselves. But I think, too, one of the best questions that was posed to me about relationships was, you meet a girl, is your first thought, is it is it to help her succeed in all that God has for her? No, absolutely or is it, not. But, but I'm saying that's a, that's a good filter. Like, it really is, like, to look at... You're looking at a relationship. You're saying like, man, like I'd really like to date that girl. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You know, like, and the reality is like you're either looking to fulfill a desire, right. or you're either looking at it as like, man, like, like I really believe like God can really yeah. use her. Like, and like, to get to that point, I think it takes a lot of time. Yeah. You know, you can't just say you can't just see someone. But at, at time is what though? Does a person have to come to a place of maturity in Christ even? Before that, I, I, that dude, I think uh, yes. Every, absolutely. I think you should be a mature Christian when it comes to dating. Yeah. Be, what I mean by mature is not completely. Okay, now is that everybody? Because now we're putting because that I, in the that, I don't know. Okay. People, that's where it's kind of like. So now, now uh, you know, from us as my perspective, you know, him coming in, you know, hearing from him, it's just like wow, you know, like you know, uh, he needs Jesus. No, no, I'm just saying, like, no, no I'm saying, well, in that way. You need to write home. But I'm saying, oh, you need to write home. Lift, lift, four, two, five, six, four, seven, five, seven, two, five. Let me know. I'll pick you up. So I'm just saying, it, it, it kind of shines some light on that area, right? Where yeah. from the out, you know, not from the outside, but, you know. Yeah, come, yeah. He's, he's saying, look, it just feels like eventually when I do date, I'm kind of scared of date because now I can't do this and I can't do that. And it feels like it won't even be fun to enjoy it because... You know, it's, it's like it'll be looked upon like, man, you guys are you guys are sinners or whatever, you know, or yeah. what the heck you guys <laughs> doing, you know? But that's, that's nice. So, so coming from that perspective, I mean, like, I do agree with you, I'm 100%. But again, I am hearing what you said about we got to be careful because we don't want to kind of put everybody within that same that same bubble, you know, of, of the boundaries and restrictions and all that. But at the same time, I agree. I think a person should be mature. Should 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 be mature in Christ and and actually be ready for that type of dating because if we're not dating to date then we are dating intentional to try to look for that that godly woman right that soulmate yeah exactly right? and, and so and so if we're not ready to marry then we should just focus on just being uh, allowing God to mature us in okay. him and being mature in the word of God and being mature in our walk with God so that God can co- 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 compare, uh, prepare your character prepare your mindset prepare the way you live and function so that you can be that, that good soulmate to your wife and love her the way Christ loved the church and sacrifice and showed unconditional love and so on and so forth. But if, you know, if, if you just just try to go for it without allowing that work to take place and maturity to develop in your life, not only are you going to screw your own life up, but you're going you're gonna to screw her up too. Yeah, you'll, you'll you know? step into an you, unhealthy place. An unhealthy place, an unhealthy relationship. And if you guys continue to go on dating and, court and, and ignore the red flags and ignore the things that you guys are doing then you're going to carry that into your marriage and then and then it's going to carry on to if you guys have children then it's just going to be a, a big mess later down, down the road but I, I would but. say the thing that stops or someone's in an unhealthy relationship everyone sees the red flags mm. everyone everyone around them sees it that it's obvious me. it's like very obvious but the thing that does not allow it to be uh, rectified corrected is pride like, that is the biggest, like, destroyer of people's future. Where um, you could, you're in a relationship, and you're like, but I'm already with her. And then you propose, and people are like, dude, you shouldn't have done that. But you're like, but I already proposed. You know what I mean? So I think there's areas that that is the, one of the biggest things where any person, when I talk about spiritual maturity, I think the biggest sign of spiritual maturity is humility. Where someone could, like, literally drop their guard and be like, dude, I messed up. That was wrong. Like, I shouldn't have done that. And so, like, for me, I think when I talk about spiritual maturity, it's not necessarily put them in this bubble so, like, everyone has to be this way. But I think there are principles and elements that you find that are um, identifiable in the characteristics of those that are spiritually mature. So my, my question would be, as a single guy, like, what are those elements? Like, what are the, like, five or ten or three principles, elements that are key for, you know, for me to know, okay, like... I'm ready. Yeah, or okay. I, or, I right. So I what, are the, that place. what are they? Well, I would say the first one would be humility. Like, that, that is one of the biggest ones. Because you need that in marriage. If you go into a marriage full of pride, <laughs> mm. it's, it, you're, what's the word? Oh, oh, 
Sorry. Yeah, if you go into a marriage full of pride, you are setting yourself up for failure. Um, so humility is big. Uh, maybe you have, you have one? Uh, probably just, just kind of just thrown at the table, so it's just like, there's some characteristics. <laughs> characteristics, but uh, yeah, humility is, is a huge one. Um, I, I, would, I would say... Um, are we talking spiritually only? Anything. Anything. I would, I would say I would say um, humility probably goes goes alongside with with what I'm about to say, but you you have to um, I would say a, a good sign of, of, of maturity is uh, is when you're able to love when that person doesn't deserve love um, because. Um, if, if you can if you can love somebody who really doesn't deserve it that's going to take you a long way in your in, in any relationship whether it's a relationship in the, in the in the church right relationships between leaders in the church um, it's it's unconditional undeserving love and so uh, a good sign of that it was when someone displays unconditional undeserving um, you know unfiltered love where you're you're just um, no, no matter what, no matter if you're offended, no matter what ha- happens to you, no matter what another person does to you, because um, along with humility and unconditional love, and just having a, I, I would say, uh, just a teachable spirit, you know, uh, yeah, you know, along with some of these elements, um, I think it, uh, it shows a lot of maturity when you're able to do that. Um, so that, that that's just one, maybe two of them, but. Uh, I think to really take some time to think about it, we'll probably have more, but I think humility and, uh, and showing unconditional love. I think for me, because good. of my breakup, I think I think God showed me a lot, like, um, and something that he always related. You know, the scripture that always comes to mind is where, you know, the Shema says, Love the Lord your God with all your soul, strength, and body, and spirit, <laughs> body. Love the Lord your God with all your mind, soul, your heart, mind, soul, strength. Yeah, those. But I think you need those also to to be healthy in order to love someone else. You know, like you have to have like emotionally. I wasn't ready to be in a relationship, but I went for it. You know, financially, <laughs> not ready to be in a relationship. You know, spiritually, I thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready. You know, physically either you know so it's just like I think for me are those aspects of loving somebody you have to make sure that your mind your body your soul your spirit is just like it's in the right place in order for you to be able to love somebody and that's why I think it's like that's why I said it's a little not awkward but I don't know just again seeing such young people getting married so young it's like man you know they must have all this like I want to go talk to them like how like how are you able to get married and you know have all these things like that's right. the question I would ask now yeah. you know and and um, but I think a I lot think of them didn't didn't have that. I know I know some couples who got married when they were like nineteen mm-hmm. and they didn't have that and they went through a lot of hell <laughs> yeah and they have it now but it, they paid a very big price yeah yeah I think there's a lot of I mean if we can probably do a whole other segment on just elements of what. Mm. What those characteristics are, what those 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 things are, but um, but I, how how would you how would you know how would you tell somebody? Well, this is when you you would know when you're ready to date when you show signs of maturity of this and this and this. I'd be like, because when I when I was gonna get married, which was in May, when I proposed to her, um, like a year and a half before that, I was almost convinced that I was ready to get married you know like if someone would have told me you're not ready to get married I would have said like dude I, I feel I'm ready but now I look back of everything that happened and I wasn't ready you know so it's like how do you when you you, think, you, know? you, you feel that you're ready but how do you know well let me say it like this I don't think anyone's ever ready, ready. ready. that's <laughs> 
that, that's yeah. that's what I would. But it goes back like, to yeah. the elements. But you have to have these two at least even well, consider even, being even those there. elements. I would say they're the principles and ideas that that we look at to have. Um, okay, so for example, what should every pastor have? What are the standards that every pastor should have? We look in the scripture and it's laid out for us. Mm-hmm. So I think in the same way, like there has to be stuff laid out for us in scripture because that's where all of our answers are. Yeah. And so that's where I gather the idea of someone getting married. From. Uh, but with that being said, like I think everybody still has a fear. Everybody still has like an um, uncertainty. They aren't. First off, they they aren't so confident of themselves. So to bring someone else into the picture is kind of like man, like like well, what if they're the wrong person? Like you know what I mean? The questions that that people have are crazy. But I would say like no one is ever one hundred percent ready. And I don't think I've ever met anybody who was like. 100% ready and the ones that said they were weren't <laughs> I yeah. mean like they were divorced in two years yeah like it, that, or don't so, even get married yeah yeah but I'm saying like like that's but that's for me why humility is such a big thing because it's like um, you're able like for me I was able to communicate to my wife that I'm not perfect but there are areas that, that we're gonna have to learn as we go um, I've been really blessed in my marriage we've never had any major arguments even to this day where like it was a really stressful year last year. We we uh, we argued, but not in like this crazy like we're throwing things at each other, yelling like uh, uh, you know saying things that that we regret. Like, we don't we don't have those types of things. But because we learned to communicate, number one through humility, where it was like, look, I shouldn't have said that. That was my fault. Um, that was just bad of me. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. so so areas yeah. like that. That's, I think that's important because you know to me it's something that I'm gonna like put in my in my heart just like if I'm ever in a relationship again I have to notice the way that we're having an argument you know because if we start you know walking away <laughs> off the middle of the freeway it's like maybe it's something that you should consider you know but yeah but I'm know, saying how the if way you're having argue- an argument that bad while you're dating yeah. it's gonna get worse when you're married yeah like that's, so that's, that's, that's what he's saying is this you can't. I mean, a lot of times those flags are ignored because of pride. Yeah, but that's. So, so, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just get stuff like that. You can't see like, oh, well, you know, I just it's it's. I hope it's gonna get better. But if it's a continuous thing, where you see all these red flags, yeah. then you just gotta call it for what it is and say, you know what? I know we're engaged or whatever, but this isn't gonna work. I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that was hard for me to do yeah. when I was there. Yeah, because well, because a lot. Uh, uh, you know, outside of you know, with with comes with that pride comes shame, right? Nope, you don't want to be looked at as, as you know as we looked no. at it that way. So a lot of that is is. So does you don't even want to answer the questions? Like people like right. like why did you guys break up? Like, like, you yeah. you're, you're too yeah. shame. You don't even want to answer. You're that. so you know ashamed of, mm-hmm. of of the breakup. You know, of, but then you become more ashamed because of you know the way it goes down. The way it went down. Right. And so, why? Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that answers the question for Hudson because he fell asleep. Yeah, Hudson's asleep. Hudson's Hudson. asleep. Hudson, did it answer your question? Yes, she answered his question. Thumbs up. Come here. Huh? Do you still feel that way though? That even when you feel like you are ready today to get married, do you still see it as boring or just Overly restricted. I'm just talking about the beginning stages. It feels like the restrictions to the beginning stages. Like to get to know someone. To get to know somebody, you just find it. Like, you just like, feel it's going to be like extremely difficult to even try to get to know somebody? Not extremely difficult, just extremely annoying. Extremely annoying. Extremely annoying. Okay, so that's better. Annoying. Yeah. It's not difficult, it's annoying. Because it's difficult. Okay, so. Because you have to do something, a piece of whatever somebody has to tell you. It's not a bad thing, but imagine getting told by everybody. Something. No, wait, 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 wait. I didn't hear what he said. It can get annoying when you hear from everybody? Yeah, like, one person say something, and someone finds out, and then they gave you their advice. Like, well, they're gathering information from Hudson. Lift 425-647-5725. <laughs> Just, you know, hit me up. Uh, if you're a pastor, you'll get a discount. And if you're a missionary... And you're going to the airport, it's free. God bless. I got it on tape. Got it on tape. <laughs>
So we we got to finish this. We just spent an hour segment. answering your question. Answering your question. And you fell asleep. Twenty minutes of that, you left in the middle of the segment. I'm listening still. What? So we we don't want to leave without helping, uh, helping you out and or helping. Just off my back, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.